0: What is that? This is Twiki. He's your drone. My boy. Welcome to I Used to Watch This? The podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello, and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Fergetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How you doing, Mike? Fantastic. How about (laughs) yourself? Mike always has to think about it first. I'm not sure why that... I'm not sure if it's... I do. He's not sure that he wants to talk about the show, or... (laughs) (laughs) I
1: I feel like I should have something witty to say when you say, you know, how's it going or how are you, and I don't, so...
0: Something witty like, you know... Yeah, like goes with the show or, or like with the show we watched or.
1: Maybe, maybe that's what I'll I'll, I'll try to do that.
0: You could do like it. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I won't do that though. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, you know, usually we start off with shows that we're watching right now or whatever. I, I haven't really watched anything new, have you? Uh, Anything new? Nope. I, I don't think yeah. I have. I, I can't really think of anything I've watched. Usually, like I said, people probably think I don't do anything except watch TV, because <laughs> um, I have plenty of shows to talk about. But I can't think of anything either. Either what I've watched is oh. really just boring, or I don't remember, or I don't know what. What's up? I actually did. I I don't know if I
1: mentioned this before, or if I had j- just watched it since then. But I started watching uh, Invincible. Um your oh. recommendation, Mike?
0: Yeah. Did you watch it with the boys? So, I know you were talking about maybe watching well, it with the boys, or one of the boys at least. Yeah,
1: one of them, one of them already started, so he's ahead of me. So, oh, okay. So I'm just trying to trying to catch up. But um, yeah, that first episode was a good one. <laughs> I'll is say that, that. Is that all you saw <laughs> so far was the first one? No, no, I'm about maybe three or four in now. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, the first one really takes a turn at the end. You're like, holy shit, this is going to be a little different than y- I thought. <laughs> y-
1: yeah, yeah. That was good. Like, but other than it, that, it, it yeah. starts off like That's a
0: nice. like almost like an after-school special where just some kid is mad that he doesn't have the powers that his dad has. Right. You're like, oh, right. then, here's
1: another story about the kid who doesn't <laughs> have the powers that his dad has. You know. And then the yeah. next
0: thing so, you know, it, I don't know, just bloods and guns are flying around. Yeah. Yeah. It's I right. mean, not your average cartoon, but I'd be curious what what you had to say about it uh, when you get to the end or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know the end of the season. I feel like it's like kind it. of slowed
1: down a bit right now, but I mean, in comparison, yeah, it but, does. It uh, does.
0: We'll there, there definitely is a lot of like teen drama in it. Um, yeah, yeah. In a way, you feel a little. I don't, I don't want to say weird, but you feel like you're a little old to be watching it at some points, right? But then at the yeah. same point, like you're like, well, I don't know if high school kids should be watching this either you yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it, it's got, I've got a lot of unanswered questions that I need to watch to figure out. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. We I think, uh, I think a lot of them will be answered, but maybe not all of them. All right. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm just watching the usual stuff. That's, you know, nothing really new. Although I will say the other day, just on a whim i was doing stuff in the kitchen and i was just looking for something to put on and i went on hulu and i saw they had soap the tv show soap (laughs) so i was just like watching some of those i didn't like start from the beginning i think i might have actually watched maybe it was the first one i don't know but then i just watched them like kind of i didn't like go in order of it i watched like a few episodes and i'm like (laughs) yeah and the funny thing is, it's like a while back, and I wish I could remember I probably can't find it now, but someone on Twitter like tagged us like, "Hey, what TV shows couldn't be made now that were you know popular back in the day or whatever And they mentioned some like honeymooners and all in the family And I said, you know, I think those shows could be done because Archie was a grumpy, kind of racist guy, but he was the butt of the joke. It was showing how he was not a good person. So that right, was right. fine in that way, you know, to show that stuff. Um, I'm not sure about soap though, <laughs> soap was—you know what? It was. I never—that was like a show I wasn't allowed to watch. Well, and probably rightly so. I shouldn't have been able to watch it either. But it was one of those things my stepdad liked, and uh, so we watched it anyway. And now I can't get started <laughs> to work at all, so I can't even see. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I can't remember who tagged us because it was too long ago, and I didn't like. I should have kept it. Is there a way to keep notes on Twitter, like things you got tagged on, so you don't forget about them?
1: There, there's like a Chrome plug-in for that, I think. But
0: oh, I don't have Chrome. <laughs> anyway, it's free. <laughs> it's I, free I download. think Soap might be one of those shows, just because, you know, like Billy Crystal is a gay character, and just some of the things they say about him being gay, like Jesus. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'll, have to, I'll have to dust that off because, yeah, I never
1: really got a good. I mean, I saw pieces of it, but I've never really yeah. watched an episode. So maybe I'll do
0: that. Yeah, and I forgot Robert Urich from uh, Spencer for hire was on a couple episodes. Oh, was he? Yeah. Nice. But, uh, anyway, all right. So let's just get into it. Let's just dive right in. Let's just rip. Th- Rip the Band-Aid off right here. Yeah. And this was another recommendation. I sent Mike a bunch of recommendations that we had gotten from, um, I believe her name was Tamara, uh, if I remember correctly. Mike, do you remember? Um, but I just sent him the list of them, and he's like, let's do Buck Rogers. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I didn't expect you to say that.
1: <laughs> Mike. Not, yeah. Mike's I think not all-
0: really the sci-fi fan, and I kind of worried about this one, so
1: yeah yeah so this one uh, you know, Buck Rogers, I remember watching as a kid, although I'll tell you I, I got confused between Buck Rogers and Battlestar Galactica like it was all like to me it was all one show I don't know
0: yeah but, well same creator or well I mean he didn't create Buck Rogers it was an adaptation but still same guy right Glen Larson
1: but yeah it's so, but I mean but I remembered a little you know a little bit about it so I was interested to to see it so that's that's really what piqued my interest there but
0: okay. You know, Okay, I gotcha. Um, so yeah, so we watched the first episode, which was also so it was in, uh, basically it was a, a pilot, but it was also released in the theater. I don't know if you knew that. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, so it was released in the theater. I do. I, as I do. Well I have a comment that the says
1: theater. the effects are pretty damn good for its time for a TV show. Right. Right Which now, that explains it a little bit. Okay, good. Right, not that so, they were great. I, I, don't and, misunderstand that statement. But uh, 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 for right. the time, they were but, they were really young.
0: yeah. For the time, exactly. And that's just it. You gotta. That's sometimes what's hard to like. With a show like this, it's sometimes hard to uh, forget. Like, is you gotta give the credit or the the special effects a little bit of slack, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it was an expensive show, I guess. I don't. I don't know relative to the movie how much it was, but. So I the one thing, and I just wanted to hit this part first before we really get into the show. I always remember the intro, you know, the rocket take it off and they explain what the show is about, basically. But there are two different intros. Um, I played, <laughs> sorry, I didn't play. I linked the a theatrical intro on um, Twitter. I think, it, what, did I do it today or yesterday? It's a hell of a lot different. So, first, it's a different uh, narrator. And the narrator uh, and the theatrical one's William Conrad of uh, Jake and the Fat Man fame. Oh, yeah. Um, and the other TV intro is someone else. But it's also just different because they kind of say, like, how... And I'll, I got both of them here, and I'll play a little bit of both of them. But they talk about how, you know, he's gone for 500 years. And they kind of go mentioned that he's, like, almost, like, in a weird dream state or something while he's frozen. So, like, it's, like, this weird song plays and this weird, almost, like, not solid gold, but something like that, like, with these (coughs) light-up floors that are, like, part of the letters, I guess. And so you have the Princess Adala. She's, like, dressed up like that. But then there's, like, other women that are dressed skimpily. And then Aaron Gray at some point pops up. And she's like flipping her hair around. I'm like, why would he be dreaming about her? He doesn't met her yet. (laughs) So it's just oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's just a really weird intro. But here, I want to play both intros for the TV show first. I want to play the TV intro um, because this is the one I remember. Because obviously, I never saw the movie in the theater. I was old enough, but I just never saw it. I don't. I think it was. I'm going to guess it was probably like a limited release. I don't. I can't imagine that. It was super wide with this, but here, here's the first one. The year is 1987, and NASA launches the last of America's deep space probes. In a freak mishap, Ranger 3 and its pilot, Captain William Buck Rogers, are blown out of their trajectory into an orbit which freezes his life support systems and returns Buck Rogers to Earth 500 years later. So that's the first one, pretty basic. Tells you that he came back 500 years later. So now here's the movie one. Again, a lot of the same things. Imagery is different though, because like in the for the rocket ship, they show like an Apollo rocket basically taking off. But here, this is this one. In the year 1987, at the John F. Kennedy Space Center, NASA launched the last of America's deep space probes. The payload perched on the nose cone of the Massey rocket, ...was a one-man exploration vessel, Ranger 3. Aboard this compact starship, a lone astronaut, Captain William... <laughs> so I'm not going to play the whole thing, but that can is an idiot. That one, you can tell yacht, William Conrad was paid a flat fee an awesome and given like death. 10 minutes of He's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's got the, the voice for it, but he's just not... It doesn't seem like he's putting a lot into it. Ranger 3 was blown um, out of it's it's almost like... <laughs> it's like those things where they talk progress. about Orson Welles doing in a Paul Masson wine stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, You ever yeah. see that one where he's drunk? Not in five months. Oh, no. that's the best. I, oh, yeah, he years. gets, like, drunk, dude, at one point. I don't know. Anyway, so... But it's just kind of different. And then, <laughs> so this—did you hear the Buck Rogers song? Did you stay to the end? To l- listen yeah. To okay. Yeah. Well, wait, yeah. I'll wait like, till yeah. the end then. But there's a okay. song, and I want to talk about a little bit of that. But we'll, we'll you know get back to that. All right. Um. But anyway, let's just get into it. The ap- actual episode. How do we? Uh, where does this all start off, Mike?
1: All right. So I want to say the episode was created or aired in 1987, right? No, 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 I'm sorry. No. 1970
0: 1979.
1: Yeah. Yeah. However,
0: it was supposed the show to be takes place in
1: 19 1987. Not a huge leap. I'm just saying it's not like
0: <laughs> Right. They're jumping well, way into the future there. Right, exactly. And I and you know, I should have looked up like where the Apollo missions were at this point. I think they were they were already done, right? I don't know. But then uh, they talk about you know, how it's like get, yeah. like some deep space probe, but like if it was a probe, they wouldn't have been sending a person. But they did have the space shuttle like yeah. thing, which, you know, was in develop it hadn't launched yet, but it was already in development, so they knew kind of what it was gonna look like. So
1: Yeah, you could see that simil- similarity there. Yeah. So, so that was
0: smart. At least like the nose, yeah.
1: All right. So nineteen eighty seven, uh we've got uh William Buck Rogers, and <laughs> we all know the story now. He's been in deep freeze for 500 years, and he wakes up in 2491. Um, so when we first see him in his like frozen state, he looks like pretty freezer burned. He's all frosted, <laughs> and he he's just kind of floating aimlessly through space. Um, and again, this is where I said like the effects were pretty decent for at least like the space flight portions where you see the stars and the ship moving by. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't say they do it much better today, but, I mean, they probably do, but.
0: Um, <laughs> well, now it's so, all computers, Mike. These were practical effects, yes. damn it. Models and everything That's else. Right.
1: That's right. And then, so, you know, in order, he's got to get unfrozen somehow, right? They got to, like, bring him back. So he's kind of drifting towards this other vessel, and um, they send out some ships to, I don't know, To shoot it, so they take (laughs) like maybe one shot at it.
0: They're not even gonna like try to like raise it on the radio. They're just like shoot it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) when you're in space, if there's something coming, you shoot it. Yeah. But so, so they shot it. But then they're like, you know what? It looks like, you know, it looks like an antique or something. So let's let's tow it in. So then they they tow it in, and luckily they had some you know fantastic de-thawing cryogenic technology on the ship. And th- he was – basically the doctor was like he was perfectly preserved. All the proper elements and things came together. It was like the perfect storm of preserving you know, life. And thanks to their technology, they were able to, to snap him out of it. So yeah.
0: there we are. That's it. Oh, and they figured out because his, his instrument panel was frozen – Showing that it was 1987. I don't know what instrument panel like really has the date on it, um. But right. that would I don't know. <laughs> but they they did know, mention at some point too that they were able to reprogram the computers to get them back to Earth. I'm like, wow. So your 504 year later computers were able to still talk to this one. You can't even get a computer now to talk to something from 1979. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know. And the fact that you stumble upon, you know, an alien craft that speaks English, that's also pretty good. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, you know, in the future, everyone's going to speak English from every planet. It doesn't matter. (laughs) True, true. (laughs) Yes. yes. But, you know, maybe we're just hearing in in English. Maybe there's some sort of universal translator that uses it or something.
1: Yeah, right. They just (laughs) – they they simplified that for us.
0: Right. So he gets unfrozen by – of these people, and we find out that there's a princess on board. Her name is Princess Ardala. Now, did you recognize her, Mike? Let's see if you. Of course see. not. No. <laughs> see what? She was CJ from Matt Houston.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah I, I know you recognize. didn't recognize her
0: <laughs> because at no time did she wear anything more than a bikini, pretty much. I mean. Yes, that's true. I, I felt cold for her. Like she was probably cold the whole time. I- yeah, any space
1: princess. I mean, that's pretty much what they were, <laughs> right?
0: Exactly. I mean, in, that in in my is experience. the that, <laughs> especially back in the time ta- in the day. Any kind of princess garb was always bikinis, and you know, always. you look at any old what Dungeons and Dragons books, uh, covers of fantasy novels, sides of vans. They like the lady was always posters in, the in Mike's room. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. But that was, I don't know, that just cracked me up. And I am going to tell you, I'm going to say this right now. I was kind of scared of her (laughs) when I was growing up. (laughs) You were scared of her? Not, like, scared, but, like, she just made me uncomfortable. (laughs) So she's around in more than than
1: just this episode?
0: I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it was just because... She was like so, like 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 I put in, (laughs) I put this on Twitter too. I go, so far what I've learned from the 25th century, and you said something like this too. I go, the future is very horny because I don't know if (laughs) that's what made me uncomfortable about her, (laughs) but could be because there was even at some point young child, right? Because she was automatically like horny for buck like immediately. So was well, what's her name, Captain Colonel uh, Colonel Deering. But, like immediately, like just me, I'm like this guy's 500 years old. First of all, but she even says something like, "What is her, um, her not her assistant, the guy Kane?" You know, because he yeah. says something about you know him, her ruining everything. She's like, "Well, if you were more of a man, I'm like Jesus, yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> right, just throwing um, out the insults." Anyway. All right, we're like two minutes in. So he finally wakes up, right? You know, because they're like, I don't right. think he's going to be coherent, but he is. He oh. wakes up and he's immediately like, hey, what's up? Where am I? How You know, and um, he asked for an aspirin and they don't know what he's talking about. So they're like, give him something for the pain. And they just like juice him up with something. And he's immediately like super high. I would think yeah. he'd be hungry. Don't you? I mean, everything was frozen, I guess. But I wouldn't mean- he be hungry? I guess. If he was
1: dreaming, I would say he would be hungry. That's or. A, that's a long time to have the
0: He probably really had to go to the bathroom. That would probably be the bigger thing. Yeah. And I think but, that I was. I mean, th- if it was
1: all frozen, it would be like. <laughs> right. Just a but, couple of minutes ago, you know. He could yeah, have just gone, on,
0: technically. But yeah. then he defrosts, and where's all that liquid going to go? He's got to get rid of it right through.
1: <laughs> right. True. True.
0: Anyway. I think that was a thing in Futurama when they woke up after. You know, he had to go to the bathroom right away.
1: They, they just wet themselves right away. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. Oh, so they say something about their draconians. He's like, "Where am I? What? I'm not on Earth." They're like, "No, you're in a, you know, spaceship." And, you know, he. Had, I think she says something about she's Princess Ardala. He's like, "You're a real life princess," and he just starts cracking up because he's, right, right, totally wasted. And. Oh, he says something about – they ask who he is, and he's like, um, you know, Buck Rogers from, you know, was he – I don't know what his rank was. Captain, right? From the United yeah, States yeah. of America. She's like, oh, yeah, that's an old country. I'm like, how would they know 500 years later if everything <laughs> yeah. fell apart? What USA yeah. – <laughs> they're not even from the planet.
1: That's an old extinct empire. Yeah, they yeah. are not even part of – yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, but Kane, Kane who is from Earth, he is from Earth. He's like, yeah, this guy's a spy. we got to dispose of him.
0: Yeah. So So our plan to get a spy on your ship was to freeze him 500 years ago and get him on your ship. Float (laughs) him over there. Right. Oh, I will say for Uh, Kane, in the original version of the show, they were going to have Kane formerly be a student of uh, the one doctor on Earth, but they changed it up, so. Interesting, yeah.
1: All right. So after he thaws out and he cracks his jokes and stuff about the queen uh, or the princess, whatever she was, he um, they they basically they shut off his medicine, and they're like, okay, we repaired your ship. We're going to send you to Earth now, like quickly. Like it was like very matter of fact, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> it's like you know, like they called him a cab. Right, yeah, exactly. The whole plan is they're going to test the Earth's defense by – all right, so let me back up. So (laughs) Earth has this like kick-ass shield around it, and it only lets in like whoever we want to let in. And if you come in and we don't want you to come in, then you disintegrate. Um, So what they did is plant a chip – to trace his path, so if they think he's a spy it's going to show them how his secret path to get in um at least that's you know that's their that's their theory so they they send him on his way with the chip and he uh on his way in buck contacts houston (laughs) or he's like houston you know come in and they're like what the who the hell is this and they don't respond, and he's headed right towards the shield. So at the last minute, they, like, reduce the circumference of the shield so that it's small. Like, they retract it by, like, 100 miles or something And until um, they figure out who this dude is. So then they send up some, I don't know, not jets, but they send up some spaceships. And the colonel is one of them, the girl. A colonel, what's her, what's her name? Deering.
0: Deering. 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 She's Played by like, Aaron Gray.
1: She, she's like, all right, you know, do what I tell you or I'm going to vaporize you. <laughs> and she's like, you know, t- hand over your manual override. So, so he does it, and he thinks they're Russian.
0: <laughs> so he starts, no, like, talking yeah. in Russian to her. Yeah, that's right. And they have and no idea like, what, what he's talking about. But before we get too no. far, I want to mention a couple of things that had me thinking, just space stuff because I always got to think about this stuff. So one, they launch him at the uh, the Earth, right? And he was just on a space shuttle, so he really has no fuel on there to like do anything. I'm like, how did he slow down? So because he would just be like, be pro- right. you know, be a projectile <laughs> basically, he wouldn't be able to go anywhere. Yeah. Once in motion, always. In but motion. Uh, I did find it funny though, like he calls, he's calling them on the radio, but they can hear him because they're still using the same frequency, 500 years yes. later, that his radio that was hasn't TV. changed, mind you. The same type of radio system, still VHF or whatever they use. I'm gonna guess it was VHF, maybe HF. I don't know. Either way, unlikely, but it just you know, you got to do that stuff for the show. I understand. It's fine. Well, uh, I, do maybe, you know, maybe, I do have a maybe little clip. I do have a of him. They're... Go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say maybe the you know the radios are all kind of retrofitted for all the past technology. <laughs> they have like
0: yeah, case, it's like those know. movies are like, hey, wait, we got this stuff still in storage. Let's go pull it out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I do have a clip of him uh, talking to Colonel Deering as he's coming in. We can get, hear their first meeting on the radio.
1: Attention, alien spacecraft. Do you read?
0: Watch who you call an alien. You don't look so familiar yourself,
1: you know. Who are you? Please restrict your answers to yes and no. You are in grave danger. From who? You? You are traversing a narrow corridor into our inner cities. Inner what? Look, lady, Colonel Deering. Now please be quiet. If you deviate from my orders by so much as a thousand yards, you will be burned into vapors. Do you understand? Vapors. Yeah, yeah, I understand. What do I do?
0: <laughs> and like you said, that's when they guide him in, basically take him in there. Right. Um. Yeah. She's uh oh at one point they're like he seems to be moving too slow and slightly er- and very erratic cuz obviously he does not under any kind of power although if he was launched from that thing like before he would be moving probably pretty quickly still but whatever right um where are we here i got uh
1: so, so then we, they they kind of escort him in and then the next oh, yeah. scene we see he's like he's like in a white room <laughs> it looks like an ice room
0: <laughs> it's like and a, a bathroom yeah, it's like yeah. he's got the robe from the holiday and hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, so this this is where um Doctor what's his name? Doctor uh, I, I am no, I just so terrible at getting people's names. I, I think it's Doctor Hewer. Hold on a second. Like, yeah, Doctor Hewer comes in. He's like, Hey, how you doing? You know, he's like, Well, you know, you guys got me locked up here, so he's not very happy at first. Um But he's like, hey, well, we'll try to get you some information. So he brings Twiki in. He comes in. He's like, who is this guy? (laughs) He, like, knocks out his head or something, doesn't he? He's like, this is... Oh, no, no, Dr. Hewer does. He's like, this is your aide, Twiki. And he's like, the thing around his neck is Dr. Now, is this a Theopolis or Theathilus? I I thought it was Theopolis. Dan, I just went with Doctor. It sounds like Theophilus. so I'm not sure. And I can't... Like, I don't know. There's no... and the IMDB there's no one listed as the person who does that voice for whatever reason really because that's like a major character in that you know yeah I know but it's there's like no one in this episode like listed for whatever reason it's really irritating Hmm. Um, but anyway and the little robot the little guy around his neck um, it turns out he's part of the council like the computer council and uh, he's also in charge of the weather Um. So he's, (laughs) you know, whatever. Right. Basically, does he say that well-rounded job? Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Um. But yeah, they don't. I even looked later. They don't list who does that voice. I got to find that out. Um.
1: And here's what I here's what I'm thinking at this point. Like Twiggy or whatever his name is. Not not super relevant. Why didn't they just put the computer, the doctor that was the computer disk around his neck or whatever? They should have just gave him a body, like a robot. So he <laughs> right, exactly.
0: So, okay, I just had a thought about that, though. So back to Twitter stuff. When I posted something about this, I did have, um, I got to find out who it was so I can give proper credit. Someone had mentioned that, like, hey, wasn't there, like, an AI that was in charge of the government? I'm like, I don't remember that because I hadn't watched this yet. And basically, they kind of were, right? They were, like, the ones leading stuff. And oh yeah, uh, they were like the
1: council, like in, in charge.
0: Right. Yeah. So and they kind of, you know, seem like they were in charge. Um. Now I can't find who it was. I'm sorry, whoever it was. When you Damn hear it. this, I'm. I feel bad. It's one of our usual Twitter people, and that's why it's bugging me that I can't find it now. Um. Was it? Yeah. Uh, Mauricio. <laughs> So anyway, sorry. I know, guys, L- listening to someone scroll through Twitter is the best thing to listen to on a <laughs> pod- podcast. But anyway, so yeah, he was right. So basically it is them. So here's my thought. So like, like you said, why didn't they have the, this guy have the body? You Because know? instead these things got to take him around. They got to bring him into the room to do the council or whatever. And oh, right, we find right. out that they program themselves. Like no human programs them anymore. Like when they need a new one, the computers make a new one. But my thought is, if they don't have power to move around, if they ever say, "Okay, these guys are trying to take over the world," they could just smash them with a hammer because they can't run away, and then they, you know, then they're free again. So maybe that's their whole thought process. But <laughs> I, I would think those things would like are the ones that build the machines or whatever. But whatever, I don't. Know. I don't know. But anyway, um, oh, so anyway, at one point we find out because. I don't remember what Buck Rogers says to him, but he kind of like almost like hurts his feelings. And you know, he, that, he, okay. Cause Hewer says that these things brought them from their doom. So we kind of find out something happened in the past. We right, don't know right. what yet. He's like, but you can't hurt their feelings. He's like, their sensitivity is what separates them from other computers. I'm like, Oh, okay. Right. And then I think, Doctor Theopulos says that Buck is an attractive man, right? Or is it? Or is it Twiggy that says it? One of them calls him an Attractive man. I'm like, man, did he have this written into his contract (laughs) that he has to be like, mention how hot he is every fourth scene? Yeah. Every fourth scene. Yeah. Someone's got a. Some woman has a jewel over him, or someone has to say how hot he is. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, some a robot or a man has to somehow acknowledge it. So right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So what happens here? So the the doctor, the, doc, the doctor tells the the colonel that you know, like, hey, I think I think he's a he's a good guy. Um she's like, well, I, you know, I want to spend some time with him to to observe him. Like, yeah, because uh-huh. she thinks sure you do. Yeah,
0: because yeah, she's worried that he's gonna because the Draconians are there for some trade deal. And she thinks he's gonna mess it up. Oh, and I guess the doctor does. And she thinks he's hot. Well, yeah, that too. And we uh, Buck does find out from the Theopolis guy that he's there. It's five hundred four years later. They didn't tell him that yet. Oh, and (laughs) then he's. (laughs) I don't know why I found this funny. I wish I don't know why I didn't copy this down. But at one point, you know, he's you know they say, "Hey, we'll get you something to drink." He's like, "No, I don't need anything." Again. Been asleep for 500 years. Yeah, right. You probably need something to drink. And they even say, you, you're you dehydrated. And uh so then they say he's back, he's, you know, 504 years later. And just as Twiki comes in, he's like, oh, maybe I'll have that drink now. <laughs> and Twiki goes, lahayam. <laughs> I don't know. it's why I found that funny. <laughs>
1: yeah, I it just cracks me up.
0: <laughs> All right. right.
1: So, so now I think they're walking around the outside of. of- the building like on a balcony or something and it's like a very cool looking spacey kind of town in the background um and he's he's kind of, he, he's asking the colonel kind of about the holocaust he wants to know about them and the draconians and um then he's like you know take me to see my ship so they go to see the ship and he notices like the the laser marks on it from being shot at so he warns her like hey don't let these people in without searching them for weapons cuz they clearly shot at me. They're not just here on, like, a peace mission or something. So she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever.
0: Um, and I will say, he does know a lot about laser shots and how it would look right afterwards, having never seen it before in his life. Because, like, these birds are fresh. <laughs> how would you know? These high-tech
1: laser marks are brand new. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's not. Um. um Oh, but yeah. And then she should... gets kind of irritated by him because he's like telling her what to do. And she's like, I am, well, one, she outranks him. But <laughs> two, right. you know, he just got here. You know, who's he to tell her what to do? You know, she's exactly, in, I don't know, in, in charge. But, you know, she's a high ranking officer. So she should be. Um. Oh, but anyway, when he goes back to his room with Tweaky and diapolis he says hey i want to go outside like outside the city and they're like you don't want to go out there it's anarchy out there you don't want to go out there at night and they talk him into waiting till the morning so he's like fine whatever we'll wait till right. the morning he's like i don't think i'm gonna sleep and then he goes on his plastic mattress basically and immediately yeah falls asleep. oh yeah
1: yeah it looked like a pool float in a tanning bed, like if
0: yeah, but like not inflated enough, he, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right. And he was
1: very moody too, because he's like, no one's telling me the truth, and you know, whatever. Yeah, much like, right, what we'll understand, first like morning,
0: right? And again, there's really no reason why they don't tell him anything, like except for right. to make the plot go out longer. There's no reason not it's to tell like him right away. Like we're trying to protect you, but no, it, it doesn't. Yeah, really matter. but they don't even say that. Um and so then, then you know the, the apple says before the they go to, the, oh God, but before they go to sleep the Apples is like you know he's a good man he's like I think we're doing the right thing and Twiggy's just like beady 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 and then they go to sleep <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: yeah I found Twiggy Twiggy's annoying I, and I <laughs> hope I don't turn people against me but even the shape of his head bothers me but
0: what well, um, well did you see the thing <laughs> I posted a comparison no, no I didn't. I said Twinkie has the same haircut as the boy from Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> See, maybe that's why I thought these were like all one show, but well it basically there's a lot of stuff used from Battlestar Galactica. A lot of sounds are used from Battlestar Galactica. The launching yeah. bay thing is basically from Battlestar Galactica. So yeah, it's that's why. But they didn't use different it. ships all right. at least. So the the next scene they're they're walking through
1: the city ruins at this point. Right. And, and what time of day the, is it? Like Mike? One of the, I don't know because one of the first things the doctor says, I thought it was morning.
0: And the doctor says, it's going to be getting dark soon. I know. What time did they go out? They purposely slept so they wouldn't go out at night. And now they're there right? at night. What was the point of that? <laughs>
1: They got caught up in something during the day. I don't know what happened, you know? Exactly. They had to get like, some golf in the before they went. <laughs> so then suddenly, like, the sand people from Star Wars show up <laughs> looking out the windows of these, like, vacant buildings and stuff, and, and then they're just banging on shit, like, pipes and bells and things. huh. And it's like... So to me, like, another observation I think it's fair to make, Chicago... Is still not safe in the
0: 20th century, so <laughs> well. Not, actually, not a lot of point, improvements there. Either. At one point, like he even says, "Is like, well, what do you expect in the South Side of Chicago?" I'm like, "Ouch, <laughs> yeah, right."
1: Like, <laughs> Amen, but yeah, yeah. Um, but he
0: does see the sign for State Street, so I, I don't know where in State Street he was, but you know, no. And are you not,
1: familiar with the graveyard that's that's, that's right in the middle of the city <laughs> of State Street? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No,
0: exactly. Especially if it's, like, State Street, like, you know, the heart of the financial district there. I don't think there's a graveyard there. Right. But, you right. know, after the Holocaust, there could, it could the gravesite could be anywhere. There could be. Because that's where he went.
1: And then the sand people are coming. And the computer is trying to warn him, like, dude, this is bad. Like, this is pretty much the end if we don't get out of here. And he's like, w- well, wait a minute. And he's just super calm and, like, let me just read this tombstone. <laughs> and then... You know, the sand people are upon him at this point, and they're, like, all around him. And he picks up the little robot, Twiggy, and starts running, which was a hilarious sight, I thought. <laughs> and, uh, I thought he was actually going to start swinging him at the guys to, Just, like, like throw him at him? Just throw yeah. throw him and just, like, run away the other way? <laughs> exactly. Because, like, what, you know, I don't know. But he doesn't. So he sets him down. He goes... Jackie Chan, and takes on like 12 of these guys at one time and he you know pretty much nails them all but they're still coming they're like it's endless.
0: Yeah. And and then they're surrounded. Is, is this where he But before that he does find his parents' burial site, right? Like you said. Oh yeah. And so I do have a clip of it cuz I don't know how like again his parents were still alive when he left. Somehow he knows where his parents are buried. <laughs> After the Holocaust. But here's a little clip of him finding it. This is where my parents are buried. Well, at least I know part of it. We can't stay long, Buck. We're being
1: followed. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? There's only one stone. No date. Only a few fortunate ones were buried at all. It happened so fast. Families were buried together. Dates became unimportant as all systems broke down. Finally, there were no more armies or fighting. Only starvation, contamination, and lingering death.
0: All right. So a couple things about this before we get too far into this scene. One, that's the only explanation we ever get, right? Do they ever tell us what the Holocaust was or how it happened? No, right? (laughs) No, no. Yeah. No,
1: in fact, I thought maybe I missed it and you had right. more information Right, I
0: did. <laughs> we are watching the TV version of this, so it might have been edited out because there were some things that were edited out, and you could see there were some scenes that were cut and it was poorly edited together. So if you have seen the movie version or if you have like maybe the DVD of the movie version and they do explain what exactly happened, please let us know. The yes. other thing, so they Curious. talk about the Holocaust, whatever, and they talk about these people, you know, that are here living or whatever. So basically they built these big cities with help from other, another, with the robots, but I think another planet must've helped them. Right. And they just left these people out there. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> true. Right. I mean, they are they people. Look. I mean, they're savages now because they just abandoned them. Um, right. And I will say, looking into this show, they do never make mention of these people again because I think they realize, okay, that's kind of dark. Maybe we shouldn't like talk about how we just left people to die in the streets as we built these huge cities with you know whatever else going on. So I did find that interesting. So anyway, where were we talking about? Okay, so yeah, so they're fighting Jackie Chan style. He takes a few out, but there's... Like, hundreds of them. There's no way he's going to get out. Right. But several times, it does seem like they could have gotten away before this happened. Like, Theopolo said, we got to go. And they'd start running, and then they'd stop. And then they'd catch right. up to him, and then they'd start running again, and then they'd stop. It's, like, almost like they were, like, yeah. letting them catch up. And, I mean, now, Twiggy couldn't go very fast, but still. It's I think at one point they attention. even say, leave us behind, and you go, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and then it gets to the point where he's, like, the, the doctor robot computer is, like, all right, it's hopeless. Like, we're dead. So <laughs> say your goodbyes, you know? It's, yeah. like, pretty much, like, this is it. <laughs> and then out of nowhere comes this, like, I don't know, a Humvee type thing shooting lasers, and it just starts blasting these guys. Um, and then they run. They retreat.
0: Um I don't think they actually killed anybody either. I think they tried to make that clear that they were just like shooting at them. Right. Uh, Oh, it seemed like they didn't like kill anybody, but anyway, you know, it's Colonel Deering come to save the day, you know? Um, but this is where he mentions about South side of Chicago. And then at one point he's like, you know, he's, she's like, come on, we got to go. He's like, I'm not done looking around here yet. and, I don't know. Did she say, don't make me shoot you or something like that? Or something like that. I don't, but all we know is I think someone they just does shot shoot him. him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any warning. He, wasn't there? Yeah. I wasn't sure if there was. Because later they say something about, don't make me shoot. But he's just like, hey, I want to still look around. <sighs> like, yeah. whoa, Yeah. They run a tight ship. And then ship, he's but... what? Uh, oh, we so go then, back to so then it's the back doctor, at headquarters. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever right. it is. And they th- New Chicago. And they think he's a spy. Right. And why do they think he's so a spy? And so they're
1: like, because we found this gigantic transmitter. I don't know how you would miss it. It's like the size of like a sewer <laughs> cap.
0: The thing was huge. And I'm did thinking you like they pointed the transmitter. Did you notice what they had it no. resting on the desk? For whatever no, reason, and I you know, put this in the Battlestar Galactica uh, thing, it was resting on a plastic encased giant Bible. Oh wow. Yeah. Remember, by, you know, didn't we talk about this in Battlestar Galactica? Was he was uh was he a born again Christian, I don't know, something like that. They like that whole thing was had like religious, you know to- overtones to it. Undertones. And then, I'm like yeah, and uh that is, this is like a leftover from it, like it was still like, left on the set or something, I don't wow. know. But um, anyway, I just thought it was weird that, like, because they, like, focused on it. They made sure you saw it. Like, they didn't, you know, it wasn't just left behind yeah. by somebody, you know, in between takes or something. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. <laughs> Someone left a pack of cigarettes on the desk
0: and got yeah, caught Exactly. the picture. But... Um, anyway, uh, go ahead. What were we saying?
1: But, yeah, that was just a big-ass transmitter. I was thinking yeah. it would be, like, a speck of dust. But, no, it was huge. Uh, right. Which I guess, you know, you're, you're in space. You need a little... You need some power. You need some right. girth to make that work. But Yeah, uh, and they
0: know yeah. that he's not a pirate now because that's when their one concern was. Not a draconian that the princess was, but a pirate. That was one of their fears, right? Right, right, right. Because they've been... and Because that's the whole point of why they're coming, right? Because the pirates have been hitting the shipping lane, so it's messing up their you know, food service or whatever, food deliveries. Right, right, right. So then we we spin back to the pirate ship. I'm oh, sorry, to
1: the um, whatever it was draconian, draconian. ship. I, I I referenced it as the Egyptian ship because I felt like everyone looked like they <laughs> were like ancient Egyptians on it.
0: What well, was? And then at um, some point it was almost like ancient Chinese stuff. Like the one helmets. Like there was a whole bunch of different things going on there. Yeah. Yeah. A little cultural
1: mix in there. Yeah. Right. And then the the queen or the princess. What, is she a queen or a princess? She's a princess. Princess.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so she's in, like, a big hot tub or a pool or something like that. So <laughs> this is the, the only time I think she was warm in the entire episode.
0: Um, <laughs> they probably still nothing, had her in I cold mean, water.
1: I don't know what happened in that scene. It's just I, that's all I have for that.
0: <laughs> you that couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't focus after the hot tub? Um, yeah. No, basically, Kane comes in and says, hey, the trick worked. You know, he got into the defenses and um, – you know she's wondering if they're going to be suspicious of him but they say hey don't worry about it he or kane says hey don't worry about it no big deal who cares you know at least he got through so we know how to get through the, the thing so what sure. happens now is we show buck going on trial he's on trial in front of the council cuz they think he's a spy now like you said because they found that thing so they want to see is he a, you know is he a spy what do you do about him Blah, blah, blah. And basically he's got to defend himself, right? Like they don't give him like a robot lawyer or anything. So he's on his own. And
1: he he doesn't have much to do himself anyway. It's like they've pretty much made up their mind.
0: Right. Because he's like, you know what? I'm either like a puppet or an unwilling participant. You know, he's like, I had nothing to do with this, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I can't remember what he says. You know, he's like. I, I'm just, you know, a man a lost man or whatever. Just, and, you know, like, Dr. Right. Theopolis is there with him. Which I thought he was on the council, but he was – because then he tells him, hey, you did a good job. You really did well. We got this one. And they're like, we've come to a conclusion. He is guilty. We've got to, you know, set him up for execution. I'm like, woo rough. Right. Sentenced to immediate death. I mean, like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. And Colonel Deering, even though she thinks he's a spy, she's not very happy about it. We, you know, get a glimpse of her being sad. And um Yeah.
1: And then she comes up with a kind of a a way out of it a little bit, or at least to deny it. She's like, Hey, we can use him. I got an idea, we can use him Uh, you know, it's an opportunity to board the ship to see if they're you know, if they're armed, we'll say, Hey, do you know this guy?
0: (laughs) Basically (laughs) basically right, that's her whole idea. (laughs) have you
1: seen this man (laughs) and they're like okay let's do it
0: yeah so then they all fly the council says and like like buck says he's like hey here's the deal he's like if i do this you know you can't kill me (laughs) if it doesn't work right or whatever and uh they get the council to agree yeah so then they go um and i think she says (laughs) she asked him if i don't know i have written down here She asks if he has anything to say. He says no. And then she's like, goodbye. (laughs) I don't know. It's just a weird scene. (laughs) Some scenes, it it just seemed like they just didn't know how to end them. And they just like, and again, I think part of it is just the editing too from chopping the movie up a little bit. But still. um... Oh, yeah. He says something about how he's not worried about a sentence being carried out anyway. He's like, because basically he thinks the draconians are going to wipe him out. He's like, so whoever's in charge at this point, she's like, geez, okay, whatever. Anyway. (laughs) He has no faith, yeah. Oh, and what was my thought was? Wait. Oh, yeah. My thought was, so they have to go to the draconian ship, right? Because it's not there yet, right? Because it's coming to meet them. And my thought was, again, based on the thing, I'm like, how did he get there so much ahead of it? (laughs) If he was on a slow ship, he he, he got there ahead of it and able to come back. Uh, Right. (laughs) I know they catapulted him, but again, he wouldn't have been able to stop then if he was going that fast. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe, you know, they had an appointment time, so they were just hovering in space until the time came.
0: (laughs) Maybe, exactly. Oh, man, we're like four days early. All right, just keep circling.
1: (laughs) Just back it up here, (laughs) park it.
0: It's like when you get to the doctor's office too early. Instead of waiting in the waiting room, you've got to orbit the planet for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, So what? So So they they do
1: finally get up there. Yeah. They all fly, like, their own independent spaceships up there. And then... um, Oh, yeah, and he gets to fly one, right? Yeah, he he doesn't doesn't actually get to control it, though.
0: Right. But still, he's never been in one of these before. And they just put him behind the wheel of it, you know? Exactly. And they think exactly. you might be a spy. But here, we'll, we'll let you fly one of our ships.
1: Right. And then, of course, they get up there, you know, and they go to see the queen or princess. And, and they do the whole, Have you seen this guy? And she's like, oh, Never saw him <laughs> I mean, before in my life.
0: like, Right. What? And then, and
1: that's their whole plan. I don't know if anything else means she happen, was she yeah. gonna
0: say yes if they don't trust her. Would she be like, Oh, yeah, I saw him before and I sent him to your place to be a spy?
1: <laughs> yeah, right, exactly.
0: By the way, and we put a transmitter on him so we could get through your defenses so we knew how to get through and you we may could destroy you that. all, yeah. <laughs> right?
1: And then, um, then that song kicks in.
0: Well, no. First, some pirate ships show up, right, and they're under attack.
1: Oh, did did that? I didn't think that happened until after. Yeah, no, it did. Started
0: because we do see before they get up there that they launch some pirate ships from the Draconian ship. They're like, "Hey, we're going to launch these guys now." And they come back pretending like they're pirates to shoot on them to break it all up. Then they have to go out, and that's yeah. So right, Um, that's then it goes part to be continued.
1: Right, right.
0: So, did, did you have we, some
1: comments on that song?
0: Is that is, oh, is that the song you want to do it now? I, thought I was going to wait till I went to the end.
1: Oh, uh, okay. You want to wait all the way to the end? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dude. Do you want
0: to talk about it now?
1: I just caught me off guard. I was like, "What?" So, no, we can wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So then, part two. Part two. Yeah, first of, of all, ships. when you watch
0: it on the TV version, part two. He's got at least 15 minutes of rehashing the whole story. I mean, it's like a long, like I was like getting myself set up to like start recording clips and whatever. I'm like, is this ever going to end? And then it does a long recap
1: and then it does a short recap right afterwards. (laughs) So I was like, (laughs) what the hell?
0: Just in in case you forgot what we said already, here's a quick another recap.
1: (laughs) So then, uh, yeah, the pirates, the pirate ships are coming or pretending they're Attacking, and the uh, you know the Earth our Earth people go out to to fight. Um, oh yeah, and the reason and, why the
0: Draconians don't launch any ships after these pirates is because they're supposed to be unarmed. That's the whole point. They're right. coming unarmed for this trade agreement. So that's why right. these guys right. have to go out and fight them. The the pirates.
1: So the uh, the Earthlings, let's call them, are getting their asses kicked by these pirates. <laughs> Badly.
0: So,
1: yeah, there's like I want to say. Maybe there's five Earth ships, including Buck Rogers and the Colonel. Three of them get shot down within like <laughs> twenty five seconds. And
0: Buck keeps and, trying to tell them like what to do. He's like, "Hey, you got one at your twelve o'clock." They're like, "What? What's twelve o'clock?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Of all the things that didn't eight, keep in, you know, five hundred years, you would think something like that would like, time.
1: Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. And the Colonel's no. even get. The, the,
0: the colonel's even getting pissed
1: because she's like, you know,
0: she's like, "Shut up! Stop <laughs> right. telling everybody what to do." Right. And they have some kind of computers that fight and fly the ships for them. Basically, I don't know what they what their purpose is on the ships. Then they're basically like, yeah, robot drones. Um, yeah, but I obviously think it's you not know AI is going to well. take take over and eat them
1: somehow in the coming future. <laughs> but because they're useless. But but Buck. On the other hand, he's like, screw this. I'm shutting this computer down and doing things my way. Granted, he's never flown one of these things. (laughs) Technology has changed
0: over 500 years. He's He's never flown one, nor even know how to turn the computer off. (laughs) Right. I'm sure there's not one big button that says manual override. Maybe there is. I don't know. (laughs) Or there's, like, the, you know,
1: click here for <laughs> controls from 500 years ago or something. But he, right. he does it. And he, he takes out, like, all of them. Yeah. Right? I think he takes out all of them. So,
0: yeah, I think he does, um, too.
1: Then they go back home.
0: Yeah. She's like, I don't know yeah. what happened on the computers, but let's go back home. I'm like, well, you didn't really accomplish anything on the ship. Shouldn't you go back <laughs> there and finish what you went there for? Um right. And so when they get back, she's like, Hey, I wanna thank you. You know, he's like, You can thank me by getting rid of whoever designed those computers.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. And then she's like, But I'm still gonna have to uh you know, arrest you or whatever because
0: <laughs> Right. You yeah, know? you know, thanks for saving our asses. Uh but you you know, we still gotta put you to death. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, right. it's a- <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You understand? They made up their right? mind.
1: Yeah. But then there's gonna be a like a celebration with the um Draconians, right? They come in and they I guess before you have the peace talks or whatever they're coming to do, they're gonna have a little bit of a party, kind of a I don't know, a banquet. Something like that. And um so they're 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 dancing and buck rogers asks her to dance and you know she she takes him up on it and then he he turns to the dj and says hey do you know rock and roll and the guy doesn't know what he's talking about so he he's <laughs> like just just you know let yourself go just whatever yeah so the guy starts playing something he's like no 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 just you know just relax or you know whatever and then suddenly the guy's like playing rock music, so, you know, yeah, which like, is not like, rock music, but
0: like disco basically, yeah. <laughs> um, then, but yeah, uh, so and yeah, because so the princess wants to see him because he, she basically wants to thank him for single handedly saving him, um, just to rub it in a little bit more to the other people there, especially Colonel Deering, who's like right there, like shit, right. Um, what what do we what do we do? Um, sorry I, do, do, I'm going do you have any comments age. on the uh, the style of dancing that took place there right so it was like almost like a line dance but like I don't know oh then the, with the orb the ball like right they had some weird yeah. ball like it was like weird square dancing is really what it looked like
1: that's like, good if that's a
0: good way to describe from it from our age group knows what square, square dancing is because they were forced to do it in grade school so it's like <laughs> futuristic square dancing is what I would call it um But uh, uh, oh, yeah. Did you notice, though, at one point, like when the princess comes out there to uh, in her royal bikini and she's going to do a a speech. She has this thing that looks like a sword, but then she clicks a button and like basically there's like words on it. She's reading or something. Right. Yeah.
1: You know, it it happened so fast that I I noticed it and I immediately forgot about it. But it was like a little teleprompter.
0: Oh wait! I want to play this one clip. Sorry, it's not it's not that. But back when they were on the ship the first time, like when she comes out, the princess, he like Kane announces her. I enjoyed the way they announce her, like all these different like I don't want to say titles, but here just re- listen to this real quick. Kind of cracked me up. Welcome aboard the flagship Draconia, envoy of Draco, conqueror of space, warlord of Austria. Ruler of the Draconian realm, I give you his daughter, Princess Ardala. Delighted. This is an unexpected pleasure. We are hardly prepared to greet you properly. <laughs> and that's where he also says, you know, when she says, "I haven't met," she, "I haven't met you before." He's like, "I never forget a knuckle." <laughs> as he kisses her hand.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so they basically introduced her dad, and and then said, "I give you his daughter." <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, exactly. but uh it's it, you know it's classic like um like i don't know what the word the, what i want to use but it yeah it's pretty classic how they would announce like a king or something like all these different Damn. accolades you know all the different places he's conquered before um but yeah so he dances with her then too you know and um at one point you know after they're done dancing you know He sees Deering and she's kind of, you know, not really happy about all this because she's got feelings for him, you know, and she knows that the princess wants uh, Buck too. And, you know, she said, you know, he says something like at one point, you know, about how, you know, did this dance come from her daddy or something? I don't know what it was, but she says something like, hey, he's, you know, one of the greatest rulers. He said she does say he's the greatest leader this world has ever known. I'm like, but he's not from your world, so really, right, right. But um,
1: I caught that too. I thought that was yeah.
0: And she says, and he says, he's like, hey, beware of Greeks bearing gifts. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, do you know the story of the Trojan Horse? And she's like, no. And he just doesn't bother explaining it though. He just lets it go. He doesn't say, hey. She is setting you guys up. Like at no point does he ever really. I mean, he kind of alludes to it, but he never just comes out and tells them. I was there. This is what she's planning on doing. I think you know. He. (laughs) It's kind of right, right. He just brushed it off. He's like,
1: oh, I guess I just come from a more paranoid time
0: or something like that. You know exactly. Um. Anyway, so we're uh. So we did the dance, right? We did the dance.
1: I think it's time for drinks.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah they dance and you know Colonel Daring thinks it's disgusting Um, what else Kane is not happy right oh yeah because he lets him know he's like hey you're like one of 29 daughters he's like if you fuck this up basically one of them is going to take it over Right. And, um, she kinda like so she like goes back to her ship, and she whispers to Buck, "Ah, my ship leaves at midnight, <laughs> right, and that's what like Colonel Deering hears it, and she's like like shooting daggers from her eyeballs, like she just wants to you know kick kick his ass, but then yeah. this is what I found very weird, this little part here, so colonel Deering, total hard ass, right maybe a little over the top how they were portraying her a little bit in the beginning. But this is where you could tell that no woman was probably in the writer's room for this show. Because <laughs> they just yeah. didn't know how to write for women besides being the sexy temptress of Princess Adala or Aaron Gray's character, Colonel Deering. But here's a little clip of what she says like after this all takes place. It's just... I don't know. I found it odd. I behaved very badly.
1: It's just that I'm, I'm so mixed up.
0: All my life I've been trained for leadership. I've never experienced emotion like these in my entire career. I found myself crying, then laughing, angry at you, and then feeling most amazing tenderness. I thought you were a spy, Captain Rogers. I was
1: wrong. So that's more like uh, when he was in the cryogenic phase and he was dreaming, that <laughs> would be more likely to happen. <laughs>
0: right, exactly. But, you know, again, this is from 79 um, when basically no one thought women should be probably in any sort of leadership role because they couldn't handle it. And this is basically right. like someone writing it like, see, women can't handle this. I'm like, this isn't real. You know, right? You wrote this. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? That's kind of what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, luckily there were other people that were able to write better characters for women later as strong roles. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They didn't really pull it off too much here. Again, a product of its time, unfortunately. Yeah, certainly. And then... But I digress.
1: Then uh, Buck goes to
0: meet her for a drink, right? Oh, uh, but yeah, yeah, but... He actually, they kiss, right? Uh, during, uh, oh yeah, yeah. And as was... they're kissing, he looks at his watch to make sure no, he's not right. missing her ship.
1: <laughs> and then she's like, "Hey, you want to go somewhere?" And he's like, "Um, n- no."
0: <laughs> and then he too, like walks away because he's got to get. He's to like, the ship. "No." He's like, "I feel I've." He's like, "I feel like I've been out of it for like five hundred years," and then he leaves. And like nah. some really weird music comes up from the background when they do like some ominous music. I'm like, well, she okay. was pissed then. Yeah, I think. Um, and this is where I don't know. I found some weird. I, I don't know if this is weird editing. Did it seem weird to you? Like, so they're on this. So now they were on her ship, and he's singing "Chicago, Chicago," right? And they're having a drink, yeah. and you see Twiggy like hiding in a freezer, right? And, yeah, yeah. you know, he's talking to the Don't know how that doc- all happened. Yeah, talking to the doctor saying, I'm freezing my circuits, and I don't know how they can't hear him right in the next room because he's not exactly quiet. <laughs> and Don't they have
1: Wi-Fi? They can't talk, like, via Wi-Fi to each other.
0: Yeah, I don't, right. And then we cut real quick back to Earth, and Dr. Hewer and Deering are talking. They're like, we can't find him. And she's like, I know he's a spy. That's why you can't find him. And then... We cut back to the ship, and now he's being led into a room with her, with Adala. Right. Right. I'm like, was there some weird editing? Like, did or was it a different room? I don't. It was just something was really weird. Yeah, it's like
1: they started in one room and moved to another. It was just. Is that what it was? I don't know, but it was basically the bedroom. Something was edited out of it,
0: but yeah. Yeah. Right. And again, it was edited from the movie, and like I saw somewhere where they did edit out some words and things to make it better for tv so maybe they edited some sexiness out of it um yeah because they do so they so he ends up there's two drinks there and he ends up basically putting a roofie in hers (laughs) right and gives her the drink
1: where'd he get that
0: i don't know oh no because remember he asked for medicine he asked for met uh for a headache back in the and he kept it in his pocket that whole time i guess
1: i was gonna say you know Still he was in Chicago. He was probably able to score something somewhere, so
0: Right, yeah, from one of the you know, the the, the uh, savages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um you know, she said, you know, so is like, You're you're different, you disobey, you know, I want you by my side and blah blah blah. And um she's like, You have no idea what it's like, you know, when you have twenty nine sisters trying to take your own life so you could do that and you know, he gives her the drink then. And outside, now outside, Twiggy's outside now. And they don't know where Buck is. But I'm like, but you were just in the room with them. That's why the <laughs> editing is all weird. I'm you like, were just with him. You were yeah, just right. there. And then the next thing yeah. we know is we cl- cut back and Buck is putting dalla down on the bed. Like she's passed out already. So, again, I right. think some stuff was clipped out where we, you know, they're doing some heavy makeup before she finally passes out. Right, right. And then he opens the door and the guard is outside the door and he doesn't turn around and he just like slips out the gun from his his holster and like freeze rays him, right? Remember? <laughs> he was right. like this frozen and he carries him and throws him in the bed with a dollar and then he leaves.
1: Right. And pulls a sheet over his head. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, where do we go from here?
1: So then um, t- I don't know the guards. If somebody's knocking on their door,
0: they're looking for him. And she's like, she yells, "Get away!" or "Go
1: away!" So they turn around oh, to yeah, walk away. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, because Kane notices that he the guard's not standing outside his room. <laughs> All right. So they they turn around to walk away, and then she like
1: moves over to snuggle up next to Buck Rogers, pulls the sheet off, sees it's <laughs> that humongous guard, and just screams. So then they they bust in, and um, you know. She figures out what, what happened.
0: Right. Well, she wants um, him executed at first. Ken's like, no. Kane's like, no, I want to know what happened. I want to, you know. And, um. Right. So now what? Now we see Buck in one of their outfits, right?
1: Yeah. He found some other guy and he knocked him out and took his outfit. Yeah. And then, oh, that's um, right. Then he's, he's poking around, you know, and he finds the pirate ships, the battleships. And he, um,. And then what happens? Oh, well, then he, he figures out know that know the pirate ships are really
0: theirs. What's that?
1: Uh, I don't know where he finds those like bombs or missiles or whatever. No, they're just laying he around. He starts loading those. <laughs> they just loads them into the exhaust pipes of the, you know, the, the battleships. It's right. like you know yeah. when you're a kid, you take a potato or something and stick it in someone's exhaust pipe.
0: Yeah, they don't uh, get launched out the back either. They just they just sitting there the whole time. Yeah. Um, but what yeah. so? Yeah, so he loads those all in there, and I think he fights off one guy too. But whatever. But when Twicky and the doctor see him, at first they're like, "See, he's dressed like one of them. He's at the pirate ship. He is a spy." And uh, so for you know for a smart robot that can control the weather and is the council, he's kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Buck and has very to, influential, to him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Buck. You know, Buck clearly uh, just influences his thoughts and he's like dude look at me I'm sp- stuffing bombs in the pipes here so what do you think I'm
0: doing so like, oh again, okay you know. again Buck Rogers from 500 years ago has put this whole thing together when these people from the current time including a smart computer couldn't figure out what was really happening right so, so the what?
1: doctor takes it upon himself to call back to earth radios earth and says hey we're on the ship you know, bucks taking care of business up here. Um, you know, get up here and start shooting people. Um, <laughs> start shooting people. It's not that's not a direct quote, but something like that. So they send the spaceships up to to like do battle with these pirates because their pirates are going to come. Those ships are going to come down and start kicking Earth ass. But so they meet like kind of in front of the main the main mm-hmm. ship. And we got our Earth people, you know, flying up to do battle. But as these pirates are flying out of the spaceship, they're exploding because, you know, Buck just stuck the bombs in them. Um, so, he, you know, that's half the battle right there is he's taken out most of the the pirates. Right. Um, I think a few get through, though.
0: Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah, there's a couple that get out because he doesn't get a chance to put bombs in all of them. um. But then as, as that's going on, he gets into a fight with one of the guys, and it's kind of like the Indiana Jones fight where he fights that big German guy. Remember at the end of the first Indiana Jones? Because this guy, oh, the yeah, Tiger yeah. Man guy, is like 10 times bigger than him. I'm like, this is just like Indiana Jones. I'm like, wait a minute. This came out first. Maybe Indiana Jones copied Whoa. him. Yeah. Um. Oh, but then I don't know if you noticed. So when they were fighting... At one point, like, all of a sudden the guy is, like, crouched down. You don't know what happened. Well, I th- then you notice he's holding his balls. Buck kicks him in the balls, but they don't show it. They edited it out. No. Right. And it was, like, an obvious skip in the, in the frame. <laughs> and then.
1: So I thought they, that was weird.
0: Yeah. So they, they edit out the part where they kick him in the balls. But then he goes and puts a bomb in his belt. So he's going to blow up. But they don't edit that out. <laughs> Right, that's cool. You know, that's kicking acceptable. the balls? No, putting a bomb on them that's going to blow them the sky high. That's fine. Um, right, and I even
1: I even rewound the footage to see if it was like, did I just blink at the wrong time <laughs> or what? But <laughs> exactly, no, it wasn't. No, it's was just it was bad. It was edited that, for
0: yeah. TV and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I kind of wish I could have seen the regular re- original version. I think I did look afterwards. I didn't see one on quick. Uh, Doing a quick uh, search. Um, so what happened? So uh, yeah, what did you what did you search for? Like a kick Buck kick the balls, <laughs> no, no, I, wanna, oh, like okay. Buck Rogers theatrical <laughs> version. No, no, I want like Buck Rogers theatrical version. Buck Rogers kicks over the it. balls. That would have been good. I could have just found all the edited clips. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. so now after all the little ships are done, the uh, you know Colonel Deering and the crew um, start just blow, uh, shooting at the main ship. And Cain takes the the princess away. And this is where he blames her. You know, you know, you, this is all your fault. You know, you could have, should have just killed right. him or whatever. And she's like, well, if you were more of a man. And then he takes her anyway, just, you know, because obviously he knows that if he probably comes back in the escape pod to the king without his daughter, even if she did fuck it all up, he's probably going to get killed too. <laughs> he's, not, <laughs> he's no yeah, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then, uh, so what, Buck gets buried by some debris, right? Right, right. And the ship is basically ready to blow up. And Colonel Deering wants to go in there to find Twiggy and stuff. So she does, and they tell him, hey, go get Buck over there. And, um, oh, and they even tell – because they – oh, no, he radioed to them, right? He was ta- uh, Twiggy was talking to him on the radio or Theopolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and she's like, Hey, I'm coming peers. in to get you. And they tell Buck that she's coming in. And hey, he's like, No, she'll be killed. But they did. And then, um, this is where Twiki makes a joke about calling for a taxi. Because <laughs> she comes in, she's like, Taxi <laughs> or something, doesn't he? I don't know. I wrote that down. I don't know. I, I, I miss that. <laughs> <laughs> um,. They get back. Oh yeah, they get. So they then they all jump in the back of the ship, which there was no back until they needed it for the ship, um, like no back because <laughs> that's probably where yeah. Buck would have been in the first place. And they get out, of right. course, just before it blows up. Yep. And then what? Ha- oh, we see the skate pod. And Ran. oh yeah, and he, he tells her that we'd be rulers of Earth if he didn't bring Buck on board, but. She didn't bring Buck on board. The other ships did that didn't want to fire on it, right? Right. It was their idea.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: And then... um, But
1: then we go back to to Earth, I guess, and I don't know, they gave Buck his own room in the (laughs) building or something, and he's, like, redecorating (laughs) it. And he's got, like, a plant and some other stuff, but... um, they want um they want to offer him i guess kind of like a job or they want him to be like part of their you know their team because he's got something that like you know no one else has is like this edge from 500 years ago where you know everyone in current day is kind of like assimilated or like molded yeah right
0: it's the current it's, culture, you know. Right, it's from the robots taking over. Right, basically, they're on the verge, like right. you said, of the robots taking over and like crushing them all. Um, yeah. And at one point, Wilma says to him, "She's like, you know, I, you know, like, I don't know what she said. I thought you were a spy, but she's like, I thought the princess had you beguiled, you know, like." And he's like, "Well, she did have a nice set of horns." And then Twiggy's like. <laughs> Yeah, she had a nice hat. <laughs> I'm like, oh. He please. also
1: he also made a Twig- Twiggy made a, a comment about her before too. He earlier when they were dancing or when she was about to dance, he's like,
0: "What a body!" <laughs> That's right.
1: I was like, these are awkward comments
0: coming from a robot, but right for a robot that is you know obviously supposed to be like the comic relief. Like any time that Twiggy was on there, there was like this weird like. Not carnival music, but you know what I mean? Like the weird comedy music going yeah. on. And I'm like, you know, and I don't think this movie was made for kids. But I think they it, I don't even know if it would be kid friendly in the theatrical version, because, again, Ardala just <laughs> I don't know. It'd be good for preteen boys for sure. And up, <laughs> um, yeah, to discover themselves. But right. uh, yeah, it was kind of odd. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so yeah, you're right. So they're saying, hey, there's forces that are working against us, and you could help because you're not in any of our records. So it's almost like they want him to be a spy now. Right. You know? Because you can go anywhere and they won't know who you are. And uh, he's like, nah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. He kind of turns right. him down, right? He's like, I don't want to put any he roots does, down in totally. case I need to leave again. Like, where are you going?
1: Right, where are you going to go? And besides that, they're putting you up in this place.
0: You pretty much have to
1: do what they want you to do, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Where's he, you know, I don't know. And, you know, basically he's got, like, a plant in there and, like, some chairs and, like, some stuff he got from some, like, museum or archive or whatever they call it there. And he's like, hey, come on, deep down, you really like this place, don't you? You know, he says, Buck says it to them, and they're like, no. But he really didn't do much to make it, like, it wasn't like like a 50s no. diner or anything like that. You know, it was... No, it was just a
1: room with like a few trinkets in it.
0: You know? <laughs> exactly. Like, the room otherwise had basically nothing in it. You know, like these... Everything was so sterile, <laughs> right. right? Like, I don't know if it exactly. was the budget yeah. didn't allow them to have more things in it, but it was uh, pretty light. But anyway, that was the end. Um, that was the end, right. And then song Mike yeah so then there was a song at the end um here's the end credit song and this was I get this song and like I said before in the theatrical version came right after William Conrad explained what was going on so here's a little bit of it I'm not gonna play all I have because it's at 50 seconds it's too long What is will I be? Weird. And like, I'm like, it's oh, still playing. What is this guy singing? And what will huh? is I it? sing? Oh. <laughs> it's still playing. <laughs> Sorry, I just turned it off on my head. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had to look it up. I'm like, who is this singer? Is this guy like a real singer? Is it like someone's kid? Um, so That's what it by, sounds uh, like, someone's kid. Christopher... Joel Kip Lennon. Um, he's the founder of the folk band Venice. So I'm I mean, like, I'd never heard of him, you know, and he's done other stuff. Uh, what else did it say he did? I saw here. He did that. Uh, also performed vocals. Uh, once he had one solo album. Sing with David Crosby. I'm going to say, but the re- the rest, go ahead.
1: The rest of his stuff has to be better. It has to sound good. I'm sure it does. But no, this sounded the... <laughs> like you're at a high school right. play, and it's yes. just some so, random kid singing. So
0: here's the deal. He was born in 1960. So when this movie came out, he was only 19. So he was probably even younger okay. when he sang it. So he was a kid. All right. So that makes a little bit more right. sense. Uh, but I guess he did do some like stuff with The Simpsons. And... Um, uh, he sang uh, the song Moes, the the spoof of the oh, wow. TV show Cheers. Jeer, so now yeah. I like want to go back. Uh, I did, remember that. Yeah. Um, Sound of Grandpa, Lady Bouvier's Lover, Rain Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, and Duffless. He, so he's done a bunch of stuff like that. So um, I don't want to do. But he also did the theme song to Chud too, Bud the Chud, which I don't remember. <laughs> but again, he was a kid when no, he I mean, did this and you know, this is like yeah. it wasn't like a song he wrote or anything I don't think. It was, you know, like here, sing this. And right, right. It just it doesn't really kind of fit with the show and the movie is really I guess what it is. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> no. Especially yeah. like if you see the theatrical um trailer, you should look it up. It like with the imagery going on with this you know, song just kind of weird. You'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Just look up later. Look up the theatrical version. I'll put it in the. I'll put a link in the show notes in case people didn't see it on Twitter. So, anyway, but Mike, you said to me on on text that you liked it better than you thought. Is that correct? Is that what you, you I, were saying? I did.
1: Yeah, because I was thinking like, you know, I struggled a little bit with like Battlestar Galactica, um, some some sci-fi stuff doesn't resonate well with me. But this for whatever reason I liked it. It was like um I don't know if it's because I, mean, I it's remember
0: su- pieces of it or It's super cheesy and and you know that's just because of what it is, right? I mean right. Um, right. It's going to be cheesy. There's no two ways about it. Um I will say though the show does change later. Like Gil Gerard, he got like pissed about this show like cuz it was getting too weird. He Wanted changes made, or he wasn't going to come back. And so they changed stuff up for the second season. And then he was still arguing. So eventually they're just like, fuck it. They just canceled. They just didn't bother. They, just, oh, wow. they didn't even try again after season two. So. But season two has my favorite character. His name is Hawk. And he's like a bird man, basically. <laughs> and, nice. Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing that one in college. I'm like, this guy is awesome. Um, he's got like feathers for <laughs> hair, and but he's like a human, but he's got feathers for hair. It's just and his his ship is spa- shaped like a bird. Oh <laughs> <It's just>, uh, <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's correct. No. Why but don't anyway. we make
1: our ships shaped
0: like humans? <laughs> you're right, exactly. Yeah, you're like it, like but, it'd what? be like one of those what those Gundam robots or whatever. You know, it's like a, basically like a robot person. Like you would just fly around. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Alright, so you, yeah, so I again, I used to watch this show. it's, again it's, does it stand the test of time? No. No show like this is going to 100%. It's gonna be the, the, the special effects, like you said, aren't gonna hold up. It's kind of cheesy because of what it is. And, uh, but it does change a lot throughout this because Colonel Deering, they really mellow her out. And almost at one point, I don't even know if she's like a colonel anymore, like it's really weird how her character changes. They demote her. <laughs> well, it's like they just change. Um, like, you know, they're like, you know, Pete, he, yeah. again, <laughs> they don't want a woman in charge of anything. So they, they got to make her like, yeah, right, you yeah. know, just a love interest or something. I don't know. Even though I have just a feeling. change the character. I'm not sure if there's an age difference between the two. But um. anyway, and by the way, Erin Gray, I think I told you this before, she's doing commercials for something now. I forgot what it was. I thought it I thought it hit it right here, but it's no. Anyway. Um but yeah, so that was it. It was fine. I mean Yeah. I liked it. It brings back a lot of memories. Oddly I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Beity I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't do a Mel Blanc's voice, so, so, so anyway. All right. Anything else you want to say about this? No, I think we've said it all. Okay, you guys have any thoughts? You know where to hit us up on Twitter or email us for that matter. I don't care. All the links will be in sure. the show notes. Facebook, wherever you want. Yeah, yeah, we're here for you. Any and any, uh, you know, show ideas, let us know. We, like I said, we took this one from uh, one of our listeners. I believe Tamara was your name. So, shout out. And, uh, yeah, if you have anything else, let us know. We'll uh, try to get to it when we can. All right. For this episode, I used to watch this. I'm Mike Fergitto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. Talk to you next time. Bye.